Uh, we're going to uh, have our main scripture text today be in Romans chapter 8, verse 26 and 27. Romans 8, 26 and 27. And uh, today we're going to, uh, we're continuing our series on prayer. If uh, this is your first time or you've been away for a little bit um, or just been away for a couple weeks, November 1st, we as Anchor Church, the Lord put it on our heart to have a season of prayer. And so we're uh, right in the middle of a season of prayer. And um, November 1st through the 21st, uh, we're just taking extra time to seek the Lord in prayer and to turn our hearts to the Lord. And, uh, you know, some people are uh, fasting, and um, I don't know uh, what everybody's doing, but uh, I don't like people to get off a trip over fasting. Uh, but really what it is, it's just taking some extra time that you'd use for other things, uh, putting other things aside. It's a great time to put uh, uh, social media and news aside as well. Uh, but where you just really want to prioritize, Lord, I I'm putting you first, and I'm seeking you, and I want to hear from you. And this, whether you realize it or not, is one of the most pivotal times in our church. And uh, there are many things that have already happened, but there are some additional things that are going to be happening. And... Um, Actually, I was going to have uh, uh, George give a testimony, so I'll have, to have him give it next week. But uh, just on Wednesday night, uh, while we were uh, having our meeting there at the house, then um, he said that, uh, I don't remember what it was, but his mother was in the hospital, and um, she, I don't remember what the initial condition was, but it was supposed to be kind of in and out. And... Uh, uh, her blood pressure went down while she was in the hospital and they wouldn't release her and she was there for four or five days and they said basically you're not going to be getting out anytime soon and uh, because the hospital, she's in Florida, because the hospital was understaffed, um, they basically, she felt pretty neglected in the hospital. <laughs> so she's in there and they won't let her out and they didn't see her very much. And so he said, I like prayer for my mom. And so uh, at the end of the service there, we just uh, prayed together. And uh, he, uh, I think, reached out to Jeremy, and then they, he sent me, a, then George sent me, a, or gave me a call, I guess, the next morning and said, uh, Pastor, you know what happened to my mom? And I said, no. And he said, well, first thing that happened is they put somebody else in her room with her. And when they did it, that person uh, was a believer and um, uh, wanted a prayer for healing and said to her, you know, do you believe in God and those type of things? And she's like, well, no. And long story short, he led, that, he led George's mom to the Lord, and she got born again. And, and this is like midday, okay? And so he says, and her... The doctors are amazed because my mom called me and said, hey, I'm home, and gave this testimony. And so her blood pressure returned to normal, so, uh, which is a tremendous blessing. Physical, you know, and the redemption uh, that Christ won for us and, and bought for us includes a physical body, but how much even greater? She got a brand new spirit. She's now part of the family. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So maybe uh, if he wants to next week, he can, he can tell you it personally. But uh, God is a good God. And so things that have been bothering you 
and nagging you, um, expect those to change. Because things are changing. Because God's a good God. You just want to give him access to your life. And one of the greatest ways to give him access is through humbling yourself and praying. Humbling yourself and praying. Amen. Well, um, I want to pray to get started. And if we pray, we might keep going. But I'll just pray real quick, and then uh, we'll go. Unless the Lord leads different. Father, we thank you that you are a good God. That you know about and you care about all the big things and all the little things. I thank you that you are the God of glory. We thank you for your glory within our lives, within our hearts, within our families, within our church. Father, we thank you for your glory in your church. Father, I thank you that your church is rising up. I thank you that your church is entering into a new season. Thank you that your church is not weak and emaciated, but your church is full of your vigor and your vitality and your power, that we carry your purpose, that we have your plan, that you show us things to come, that we're not in confusion, that we're not in despair, but we walk with our head held high because you live on the inside of us, because you have a plan. And your plan is better, and your plan is greater, and your plan will come to pass. No matter what the devil tries to do, your plan will come to pass. Father, we thank you that we're part of your plan, that you chose to work with man, that you chose to give yourself to the inside of us, that you, that you chose to give us new life through your spirit, that you gave us new life by the blood of Jesus, that we are invigorated with holy life, that you live in us and you are greater than he that lives in the world. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, that we are enlarged on the inside. Thank you, Father, that we're not walking in narrow places, but you have given our feet large places to step in. Father, that you have enlarged our steps, that our feet would not slip, that our ankles would not break or bend. Father, I thank you that you have opened up a, a, a new way, and it's a new day. Father, I thank you for a new day, and every family that's here, every family that's listening, like the dawning of a new day, like a fresh start, like uh, um, redirected even on the path that they had begun and got distracted. Father, we thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you for your spirit that we're not just reading historical words on a page, but you have given us words that are alive. And that your words separate us from unholy emotions. That your words separate us from unholy thoughts. That your words allow us to discern what comes from you and what comes from the world. What comes from you and what comes from our flesh. What comes from you and what comes from our uh, emotions. Father, we thank you. Hallelujah. That you have separated us from the dominion of darkness. And that you have set us on the path of light and righteousness. Father, I thank you for redemption, that you have purchased us 
with the blood of Jesus. We thank you for that blood, that that blood is holy and that blood is righteous, and that that blood is speaking today, yet again, and that that blood never loses power, and that that blood forever speaks. Now, forevermore, that blood speaks, speaks over us, that we're not guilty, that we are loved, that we are your children. Father, we thank you for the power of the blood. And Father, as we turn our hearts towards your word, Father, we open our hearts to you through opening our hearts to your word. Thank you that you gave us your words. Thank you that you not only gave us your words, but yes, that your word is only received by your spirit, by us yielding to him. So, Father, we look to your spirit now, that you through him would say to us and show us what we need to hear, where you want us to stand, how you want us to speak. Thank you that when we meet with you, we are never the same, that we are forever changed to your image, to your likeness. Father, thank you that we are partaking of you when we partake of your word. We receive your word with joy, with gladness. Father, we thank you. We thank you for the authority that we have in the name of Jesus. We thank you that every knee must bow, every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord. We thank you that every sickness and every disease must bow to the name of Jesus. So we come into agreement right now with Daddy George about his son, Little George, and we just command that sickness, sickness, you leave his body, whatever is attacking him, you get off in the name of Jesus, you release him, he is not yours, he is a child of God. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. We speak freedom, strength, health, restoration to him in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you. Father, we lift up every family member who's away from you, who was with you but went away, or those who never have come in, who've not yet come in. We call them in. Come in in the name of Jesus. Come into the family of God, the household of God. Father, I pray for all of those that are aware and acquainted with these individuals. that a spirit of prayer, a spirit of intercession would come upon them, that they could be birthed, that these family members could be birthed into your kingdom, into your family. We thank you, Father, for people being sent that can speak the words of life and truth, and that when your word comes in, it delivers us from darkness. Hallelujah. But, Father, we thank you for the ministry of intercession. Father, we thank you that we can intercede for the lost. We thank you that we can intercede for our nation. We thank you that we can intercede for families. We thank you, Father, that we can make tremendous power available as we pray, as we lift our voice to you. Thank you for your power in the earth. Thank you for moving upon men and women, boys and girls, that you can have your way. Hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. All right, Romans 8, uh, 26 and 27. Likewise, the Spirit also helps our infirmities. For we don't know what we should pray for as we ought. 
But the Spirit, King James says itself, but really it's better to translate it himself. The Holy Spirit is part of the Godhead. He is a he. Respond to him. Yield to him. Listen to him. Jesus said, in that day, speaking of our day, or when he would arise and go to heaven, which is still our day, you'll ask me nothing. But whatever you ask the Father in my name, he's going to give it to you. Ask and you will receive. Not ask and you might receive. Ask and it's a possibility. No, ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. He said, I'm going to send my spirit. And, you know, this is John 14 through uh, 17 there. I'm I'm quoting different passages. But um, he's not going to speak of himself, but whatever he hears, he's going to speak. That he's going to speak. He's the spirit of truth or the spirit of reality. He'll take the things of mine and he's going to make them real to you. So if you want the things of God to become so real that they're more real to you than if you're married, the the person, husband or wife, uh, that's sleeping in the bed next to you, then you've got to get acquainted with God through his spirit, through yielding to his spirit. He'll show you. He'll show you things that you need to know. He'll show you things that are going to come to pass. And, And you'll know. It might dawn on your brain, but you'll actually know here, and that is a greater knowing than a knowing here. I mean, I've had some things. Somebody said, how do you know that? I just, no, I would say, I know it because the Lord put it on my heart. Or you could say the Lord told me, but a lot of times we say the Lord told me, and he did not speak audibly. The primary way God speaks and leads you is through the inward witness. So like I said last week in prayer, a great example for prayer is that uh, game that maybe you played when you were young called hot and cold. Like so if I'm spinning around and trying to find my wife or something, I have my eyes closed, you could tell me I'm getting hotter, hotter, warmer, warmer, whatever. It's like burning hot, burning hot, you know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> she said thank you. <laughs> I'm in the spirit over here. I don't know what you're saying. But you are gorgeous. Okay. Um, oh boy, I got to pray in the spirit right here. So what you guys are doing, if I do that, is you are giving me a witness. I'm like going this way and you're saying, no, that's the wrong way. That's the wrong way. But you're not using like the word no, you're saying cold, 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 right? So many times uh, we're trying to look for the Lord to give us like this complete sentence and he actually gives us a knowing. You say, how do you know that? Uh, I just know it. I don't know how I know it. I just know it. Well, that's many times that's because that's from your spirit. And whether you're um, mentally conscious of it or not, when you are born again, you actually are acquainted with the voice of God and the spirit of God. That's how you got born again. You responded to his spirit. And he gave light. And you saw your need for a savior. You saw your need for things to change. You saw that without him, 
your, your righteousness and everything that you try to do is just like filthy rags. It doesn't even, it doesn't even measure up, no matter how disciplined you may be. It's not a matter of discipline. It's a matter of you need a new life. You need a new nature. You need a new start. And uh, that only comes by coming to God through his son, Jesus Christ. Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our infirmities or our inabilities to produce results or in our weaknesses. Yeah, you ever remember that scripture? When I'm weak, then I'm strong. I love that scripture. In your weakness, you can find a strength greater than any you've ever seen before, except for what you've seen in God. In humility, in weakness, there is great strength when you turn to God. Likewise, the Spirit helps our infirmities. Well, I'm not going to have much time for us to pray together here, um, so I'll just make this really short. Praise the Lord. And I say, I that means I'm looking to the Lord in my spirit and he's going to supply. We're working with the Lord and what he's doing here is he's building a strong local church that knows how to flow with the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit, if you're more modern. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Greek word for help there, what it really means is take a hold together with against. The Spirit takes a hold with together against. Now, we've been doing some home projects uh, over the last two weeks. Mainly because it's getting cold. (laughs) And uh, they have to do with heat. (laughs) And so... uh, you know, the, the weather sometimes dictates what you want to do. And so uh, we have this, uh, we bought this house. It has this little uh, wood-burning stove. It's just, it's a cute little thing like this, you know. And um, it's called the comforter. <laughs> and it, it has a dove on the back of it. I didn't even realize this because I'm not like, not like a, a, I don't notice those things or whatever. I'm like, it's just a stove. Melody, one time after we were shortly after we moved there, she's like, look, there's a dove on here. I said, oh, yeah, that's, that's cool. They put a dove on there. So she said, you know, it's called the comforter. <laughs> it's a comforter. It was made by some believers up in New Hampshire or something like that. So anyhow, 1976 is the year. And so uh, we have this stove, but, uh, you know, the chimney, how do I say this short? Okay, so we had to replace the chimney, so I, I put a new chimney in. And I looked at the stove, and uh, I'm like, oh, there's some little gaps in it, you know? And so I got this uh, high-temperature caulk, black caulk, to seal the gaps. And then when I was getting the caulk, I I saw they had this high-temperature black paint. And the stove had a little bit of rust here and there. It wasn't looking necessarily too bad. And I thought, oh, maybe, maybe we should paint this next year. But then when I had caulked it, the black just stood out. And I thought, that looks kind of weird. So I thought, well, we should just paint it. So we, we um, well, in order to do that, it's spray paint, so I have to take it outside. So we go to move this stove, and this is like cast iron stove. <laughs> so, you know, I can 
I'm a man, of course I can do it myself, right? <laughs> I think the women were laughing louder than the men. Okay, and so, I won't tell your husband. Okay, so, <laughs> I get Melody, and then it's got these ridges, and they like cut into your hand. So we're like, well, let's get some gloves. We got some gloves, and we're like, hmm. We could move it, but just like four inches at a time or six inches. So we're like, let's get Evie and Isaac. So we got our two, two oldest kids. So we're like moving this stove. Well, what did we do? Well, we took hold together with against the weight of that stove. So that instead of me trying to move it by myself or even just the two of us trying to move it by ourselves, then we had like four people. And the, the kids aren't necessarily... Uh, that strong because they're so young, but man, it made a tremendous difference. And so the Holy Spirit, he helps or he takes a hold together with us against these weaknesses or these areas in your life or your family where results are not happening and you're wanting results. Well, you got to learn to yield to the Spirit in prayer because he will take a hold together with you against those things. For we don't know what we should pray as we ought. But the Spirit himself makes intercessions for us. So we don't even know how we should pray or what, for what we should pray the way that we should know. You ever have that? Where you're kind of like, I've got this situation and I know I need to pray, but I don't know how really I should be praying about this. Well, these are some situations. There's... there's there are family situations in our church, extended family, maybe sometimes immediate family, but they're not a part of our church yet. But, and they don't have to be a part of our church. They just need to be a part of his church. All right? But we'd love them to be a part of our church if, if they would find a home here, if they, can, if they can walk with the Lord here and grow with the Lord here and be on fire for God here. Well, come on. Right? But if they can do that better somewhere else, maybe they should go somewhere else because it's not about adding people to our local church. It's about adding people to the family of God. It's about people being delivered and set free and living, living the life that the blood of Jesus paid for them to get to live. He does not want anybody bound. Isaiah chapter 10, verse 27. And it will come to pass... In that day, that his burden shall be taken away from your shoulder and his yoke from your neck. Listen to this. And the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. The yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Some, some, some families have a real yoke in them. What you need is the anointing of God showing up in your family. And you'll find... That yoke, or excuse me, that anointing will destroy and obliterate the yoke. There is some blindness, spiritual blindness. Like the, someone speaks the gospel to a family member, but they don't hear it. It goes in their ear, but they don't actually hear it in their heart. You have to hear the gospel. If you don't hear the gospel, you'll never be changed by the gospel. It'd just be like an old ancient book of good proverbs. 
like a fortune cookie saying or something. You say, well, that's sacrilege. Well, if you don't treat it as any more than just some proverb, that's all it's going to be to you. Well, you have to hear. Jesus said, remember, he said, he had to speak to some people in parables because why? Hearing they would not hear and seeing they would not see. They couldn't get it. So they needed an illustration. Sometimes we still need illustrations. But he who has ears to hear, you, you ought to listen. Let him hear. Let him, let him listen. To what? To what the Spirit is saying. What is the Spirit saying to you? What's stirring in your heart? Okay, the, the word for intercession there, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us. That word means to hit a target. To hit a target. Right? So, so we yield to the Holy Spirit. And, you know, I love what John Wesley said. He said, it seems like God can do nothing in the earth unless someone would first ask him. I call the believer God's access point. There's a lot of things he wants to do. There's a lot of the work of the enemy, things that are happening in the earth that he doesn't want. That's not the will of God. But unless someone prays, it's not going to change. But when someone prays, Maybe you just got born again this morning. Maybe you've been born again for 65 years. You pray in the name of Jesus, God hears those prayers just alike. You lift your voice. And God will hear your prayer. It means to do the right thing, to obtain, to happen, to achieve. Intercession. You're coming... Uh, in the gap, Ezekiel. I sought for a man who would stand in the gap and make up the hedge. I don't really like to quote the next part, he said, but I found none. That's not true here. Searching to and fro. Find someone he can show himself strong on their behalf. Uh, James chapter 5. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available. Dynamic in its working. Dynamic means the energizing force that produces motion and action. In other words, when you pray a fervent prayer to God as a righteous man and a righteous woman, there is tremendous power that is made available in that situation. So, I'll just stay on the wood stove for a second. So we love, my, my wife grew up with the wood stove, so she loves it because she's like, uh, you know, I can go. If I'm super cold, I just go and I get really warm. And then uh, if I'm too hot, I just go to another room. I don't know if it embarrass you, but when I, when I, can I say when I first met you? When I first met her, they lived in this uh, a town of 2,000 people in northern Minnesota and um, north central, I guess. And um, so... They just had like this stove in the room, and that was basically the heat for the house. It was a two-story house, and so the, the, maybe your dad did this on purpose. The room they put me in was upstairs 
Kind of far from the stove. I never realized this. Kind of far from the stove. And uh, it was so cold. It was like single-pane windows. You ever had this? That, like, because condensation happened. Because of the heat inside and the cold outside. Sometimes it would be negative 20, negative 30. We went there a few years ago for Christmas. It was negative negative 64 with the wind chill. Anyhow, very cold. Anyhow, the windows were like iced because that condensation hit and it just immediately froze and it iced up. And so, you know, you could get cool if you wanted to get cool or you could come and thaw out if you wanted to thaw out. And so, anyhow, you, you put, I put this chimney in, a metal chimney, and so you got to read about it because you could burn your whole house down Pretty easily, actually. People don't realize it. But one of the ways that you can burn your house down is uh, if this is the stove here, and let's just say I, I put it over here, and this pad, let's say, because we got a metal pad so it doesn't burn our floor or catch the house on fire. If you put it over here, say it's too close to the edge, and that heat hits the floor. Well, it's nice because it heats the floor up really nice. <laughs> just no socks and just, oh, it's really nice. But you know what happens they say, well, it, it hasn't caught anything on fire. But what happens is, day after day, year after year, that heat continues to hit that. When it does, it actually is changing the chemical composition of whatever it's hitting. So one day, that thing's going to ignite. And you say, well, I've just been doing the same thing I've always been doing. But boom, fire hits. Let's think about Jericho, they're going for seven days. Same thing around the city, but the last day I want you to shout. So sometimes there's things that we're looking to see a natural response to a spiritual prayer, but sometimes you're totally unaware of what's going on. You remember when Daniel prayed? His prayer was heard from the moment he prayed it, yet the prince of Persia withstood for 21 days withstood the answer. So when, when you pray, you pray with the Holy Spirit. He will take a hold together with you against those things and he will pray things that you don't know how to pray. I, I don't know in your situation what exact words should you pray. But he knows. Oh, let's read verse 27 and then we'll pray. And he that searches, well, actually, I should finish the rest of 26. But the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. One translation said inarticulate speech. And he that searches, verse 27, the hearts, thank God, we serve him that searches the hearts. Knows what is the mind of the Spirit. Because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. So I don't know what the situation is in your life, your family. What challenges that you're facing. I mean, I know some of you, but not many of you. And even then, I just know some. But whatever those are, when you yield to the Spirit of God in prayer, 
you will be used of God, not only in your own family, but you'll be used to pray out things that you are, you are not even aware of. I had a friend that um, I maybe told this a few weeks ago, but, uh, you know, we were, man, it was great. We traveled with uh, Kenneth E. Hagan. He's in heaven now. And uh, one of our friends there on the team, his wife, was part of a prayer group, and we were out on a ministry meeting, and I had been, uh, I had actually had been attacked by um, what we later found out when we went to the doctor was an incurable condition, and it would just cause excruciating pain. And um, so uh, we're seeking the Lord about it, praying about it. Anyhow, one of the meetings, we're out on the road, and uh, she called her husband and said, uh, is everything okay with Tim? And uh, he, he said, well, he, and before he could even get the, the sentence out, his wife said, well, it actually doesn't matter. Just tell him, we were in prayer today, and when we were praying in the Spirit, all of a sudden he came up, and we went after something in the Spirit, and we got the victory over it, and just tell him it's taken care of. You know what? It was taken care of. And they didn't even know about it. Well, you don't always get to know that. You don't always get to know the people. Like she was, she got to know, like, well, here's the result. Sometimes you're praying for people and you just know, I don't know who it is, but it's 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 somebody, you know, in California, or it's somebody over in Africa. And you just yield yourself and God can use you. And there are such tremendous testimonies. And sometimes it's better that you don't know. Because you get too heady about it. And then you try to fix it and you try to <laughs> insert yourself. Praise the Lord. Stand with me if you would. We are going to pray. And uh, we're making some time available over these four weeks uh, for you to pray. And so it, we're going to start out by uh, entering into worship again. But if you would like to um, kneel, you can kneel. If you want to walk around, you can walk around. Um, if you want to sit down, you can sit, uh, you know, sit down. However you can kind of get over in the spirit when you're praying and give yourself to the Lord. And, um, you know, the church in general has kind of lost this um, place of prayer when you come together. So when I was little, we used to, uh, they had little altars in the front, and so at the end of the service, many times, you come to the front and you'd pray. You pray with the pastor? No. You just come and you pray to God. And uh, you get direction there. You get answers there. Some, some people will stay for 60 seconds, two minutes. Some people will stay for five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. You're just pouring out your heart to the Lord. And so, uh, you know, I've been leading the last few weeks, and I'll probably lead a little bit again today. Um, but it's really intended for you to be a time, to, for it to be a time for you to just open your heart to God. And when you come to intercede, you actually meet the cry of God with your voice. Because there's things that he's not satisfied with in lives. But he gave man dominion over the earth. Jesus came and got it all back. And that's why when we pray in the name of Jesus and we uh, demand things in the name of Jesus, it's the same thing as if Jesus himself were there in that situation, speaking that, declaring that, laying hands on them. You have tremendous power when you pray from your spirit yielded to the Holy Spirit.
he'll take a hold together with. Let's worship and then, uh, and then we'll begin to pray. And you can just start praying while we're worshiping as well.
of God. It's mentioned in Acts chapter 2. Uh, you shall receive power after the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Be witnesses to me. Hallelujah. This is a time where we lift our voice to the Lord, turn our hearts to the Lord. Father, we come. We come right now. Humbled by your power. Humbled by your love. Humbled. Humbled by your presence. We bow before you, Father. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Paul said, I bow my knees before you, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Father, we bow before you in the name of Jesus. In our hearts, Father, we thank you for your tender mercies. Thank you for your hand of forgiveness. Thank you for your hand of mercy. Thank you for your hand of help. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for showing us your ways. Opening your spirit to us. Opening your word to us. Father, we thank you. You're a good God. All of your ways are good. All of your thoughts are good. Father, we open our spirits right now, our hearts, to you. Use us, Father. We always don't know 
We don't always know, right, the perfect words. We don't even always know the perfect scriptures. But you know all things. Father, I pray especially right now for everyone that's listening that has a family member that's away from you. Father, right now, give them unction in the Holy Spirit. Give them utterance. Give them words. Give them scriptures. Father, oh, lead and guide as they pray, as they lift their voice. Ha ha. You're a good God. So that these things change like the dawning of a new day. So much, so much, so much effort has been made in the flesh, but this is not the flesh, this is in the spirit. This is the realm where you dwell and where you live. <laughs> There's answers over in the realm of light and the glory of God. There's answers in that place. Come, come and you find rest. Come and you find peace. Come and you find direction. Ha <laughs> ha. Oh, Marika. Oh, Antis, 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 Antis. Oh, Devisho Hokama. Ah, Siko Maharimbo, Papai. Estamas, as the Beso Karamaha. Someone has been saying, but what's the way? And why, why is it that way? And I'm trying to go this way. But the Spirit of the Lord is saying, just yield yourself. Just draw yourself up into the presence of the Lord. And you will find right there. <laughs> the answer that you've been seeking uh, and the way that you've been wondering. And you'll know beyond your mind, you'll know beyond the shadow of any doubt, you'll know. So draw up, draw up, draw up water from the wells of salvation. Draw up living water from that place and you will see and you will know and you'll have like a fire from God to go. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, my. Ecos, ye shall anduce, e camano, e camano, e camano. You stole, you restore. You are the restorer. Restore. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. You are our shepherd. We do not want. You restore our soul. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The mind. Oh, the minds of people. Oh, the minds and the thoughts. The minds and the thoughts. Father, deal with them according to the blood of Jesus. Oh, strengthen them according to the blood. Uh -huh. Reveal to them according to the blood. Yes. Asamado. Adio. Brasis. Oh, Rashish. Shamona. Shamon. Shamora. Bafai. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, Asat. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Estan sur batiso so baracasiso. Father, we ask, we ask you right now, strengthen us in our inner man, that Christ may live in our hearts by faith, that we being rooted and grounded in love would be able to uh, comprehend and understand with other believers the height and width and breadth and depth to know the love of Christ which passes natural knowledge. Father, walking in the light, walking in your love, hallelujah, strengthened by your power. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Father. Yes. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. With everybody, continue to pray. If you're here this morning, you've never given your life to Christ, I want to give you that opportunity. Maybe this seems a little different to you. Well, it's different than the world. The cry of the heart of Christ was that his house would be a house of prayer. We come together in his name, at his direction. So if you'd like to come into the family of God, you've never given your life to Christ, never given yourself over to God through his son, Jesus Christ. Or maybe you have, but other things came in and you got your attention and drew you away. I'm going to give you an opportunity right now to come back to God or to come to God for the first time. It's not something that's done because of the good things that you have done or it's not something that's denied because of the bad things that you've done. Total access is granted by the blood of Jesus. His life was given for your life. His life was given so that you could really live. He said, the whole purpose I came was so that you could have life and that overflowing, the fullest life possible. Maybe you're sitting here, maybe you're sitting at home, maybe you're driving your car, Maybe you think, is this all life's about? There's no point. That is a deception from the devil. That's a lie from the pit of hell. God has a plan for your life that you'll be more satisfied than anything you ever imagined possible. But you will never find it through your own strength. The only way you'll ever find it is by turning all of your strength, rolling all of yourself over on Jesus. He'll set you free. He'll deliver you. He'll restore you. He'll forgive you. I'm going to pray a prayer in just a few seconds. And when I do, if you want to receive Jesus, you pray that prayer from your heart with me. And God will hear your prayer. And he'll come in and he will recreate you. You'll be totally transformed, brand new on the inside. New spirit. Jesus called it being born from above. You'll be born from above. If you'd like to pray that prayer. Just make a decision in the next three seconds. I'm giving my life to Christ. I have decided to follow Jesus. All right, I'm going to pray. Father, I want you to pray with me. Um, pray after me from your heart. Say this. Say, oh God, I believe that Jesus Christ is your son and that he died on the cross to take away my sins. I give you my life. You be my master, my Lord. I receive Jesus right now 
as my Lord, my Savior. Thank you, Father God, for the power of the name of Jesus. And that I am now a part of your family. Fill me with your spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen. If you just prayed that prayer, you got to tell someone. You got to let them know. You can come see someone at the front or at the sound booth afterwards. If you're online, you can fill out the form. And uh, if you need some materials, we'd love to get you some materials. It's kind of like you're born all over again into a brand new family. And uh, it really helps when you're first born if somebody helps feed you a little bit. <laughs> Otherwise, you just cry and cry. Your diaper gets dirty and lots of, lots of things like that. You're here this morning and you've never been filled with the Spirit and you'd like to be filled with the Spirit. Um, as soon as I finish here, uh, they're going to keep singing again. Just come up front and we'll pray with you. Jesus will fill you with his Spirit and uh, to overflowing. You begin to speak in other tongues as his Spirit gives you the words to speak. You receive a new power that you've, you've not had before. Um, if, if that's you and you're online, uh, send us a communication and we'll pray with you we'll pray for you or you can just receive the spirit in the name of Jesus and you just begin to speak as the Holy Spirit gives you utterance amen well uh, we're going to pray for just a few more minutes uh, but service is dismissed uh, thank you so much for coming and um, I just encourage you don't let the next if you include today be eight days but don't let those days pass you by just give yourself to prayer Give the Lord your lips, your heart, your mouth. Let him give you words to pray. Sometimes there's things that you're not even aware of. I'm the pastor, and, you know, the Lord put that on my heart, that there's problems that have been happening, uh, annoying you, and those are going to change. And I, I called somebody in the middle of the week this last week, and I didn't even, I'd forgotten about this issue. God was already working. And to me, it's something that's pretty superficial, but he cares. And so, uh, when anointed words are spoken at the direction of the Lord, if you act on those words, there is so much power. You're acting on, I'm not saying the words that I say are the words of God, but under the anointing, uh, to the best of my ability, I yield to the Lord and those words come forth. And the Bible says, if you believe his prophets, you'll prosper. You believe his word, you're established. You believe his prophets, you'll prosper. Paul told Timothy, get out those prophecies that were spoken over you because by them you'll wage a good warfare. So the word of God is number one. But God moves upon his children to speak for him words that will change situations so he's moving upon you to speak those in your own life in the lives of those that you're aware of amen all right you can go ahead and uh, we'll pray so you can kind of sing in the background but go ahead and sing and uh praise the lord we'll just pray for maybe another two minutes and then i, I would love to shake some of your hands father we thank you for all those 
that prayed to receive your son, Jesus Christ. We thank you for those that are coming to be filled with your spirit. Father, thank you. We want all that you have for us. We're all in. We're all in. Every part, everything. Father, oh yeah, right now, we lift up President Biden and Vice President Harris, the entire administration. Father, we ask that you give them wisdom in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you that we're in a nation where we can freely pray and freely lift up our leaders. And that's not going to be taken away from us in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you for your churches all over this land and all over this nation. I pray that the churches would rise up strong and bold in the name of Jesus. Take the stand. Stand in the gap. Make up the hedge. Hallelujah. Father, we pray that the leadership of this nation would be moved by your spirit, would be transformed by your word. No matter the party, we pray, Father, that believers everywhere wouldn't be party conscious, but would be God conscious, would be word conscious. We come against the forces of darkness that are trying to grip this nation trying to destroy children, trying to destroy lives, trying to confuse people, trying to get the spirit of the world to dominate. We come against you in the name of Jesus. Take your hands off the political arena. Take your hands off the financial arena in the name of Jesus. Stop in your maneuvers. Father, we ask for a great awakening among your people. We ask for a great awakening and a great coming in of the lost. Father, that every church in our region, in our nation, around the world would have their faces set like a flint, speaking for you, following you, allowing you to move. Father, do what only you could do. Change hearts, open eyes, that the blind see, that the deaf hear, that the lame walk, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, look at the threatenings of the, the world system and grant to your servants that with all boldness we may speak your word, that signs and wonders may be done by the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are good. Hallelujah. Always good. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to your name. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yours is the kingdom. Yours is the glory.
So not moved by what you see or what you feel or the pressures that the world would bring, but moved only and um, uh, pushed forward only by my spirit. And you will see as you yield to my spirit, there are greater things and greater anointings and greater places than what you have even known up till this point. So don't look to the arm of flesh or the ways of the flesh, but get over in the realm of the Spirit and over in the place where I have called you to be and where I have called you to stand, you will find there is great unction, there is great power, there is great direction, and you will see and you will know. Like a spirit of seeing and knowing, you'll enter into a place and a plane in the things of God where you've not been before. And in that place, you will find great joy and there'll be great rejoicing and you'll laugh and you'll laugh at the devil and you'll laugh at circumstances and you'll laugh in your spirit and from your spirit and you will rejoice for you'll say this is the day the Lord has made I'm so glad I entered in hallelujah say you're standing at the precipice you're standing at the pinnacle and you need to jump off jump off and jump in not in water that is ankle deep not in water that is knee deep but water that you can swim in waters that are teeming with life Waters that are teeming with opportunity. Waters that are teeming with possibility. So don't draw back in this hour and don't look back even as Lot's wife looked back 
at the old things and the old way. Don't look back, look forward. Don't move back, move forward. Don't draw back, enter in. Enter in to the joy of the Lord. Enter in with the strength that only God can supply. Enter in and you will see. You'll <laughs> You'll see that thing, that thing that's been like bothering you and, and, and dogging your tracks everywhere you go, that habit, it's, it's gone. <laughs> You'll find you're free. He whom... The sunset free is really free. Look and see. The chains are broke. You have liberty. You have freedom. You're not brought into a yoke of bondage. You're, you're brought into freedom. Where my spirit is, there's freedom. There's liberty. So, walk in the freedom that you've been given. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I believe that's it. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, praise the Lord. You have something? Stay. Stay. Stay in that place where your face is turned and where you're looking forward and looking into the things of the kingdom and the things of life and the things of truth and the things of power. Stay, stay with your face set in that place and you will find there is in that place the answer that you have been um, going this way and going that way and trying to find and trying to enter into. But you've been going every other way but the way that I have set before you. So now go the way I have declared for you that I have made possible for you and I have set before you. And as soon as you take those first steps, you'll find out, whoa, there's strength there. Whoa, there's understanding there. Whoa, there's a place there. There's a place in God. Oh, this is satisfying to my spirit. And this ignites my spirit into the things of God. And this lights me up. I didn't think I thought I was alive, but I haven't really lived until I've entered into this place. So set your face. Leave your face looking into the things of the kingdom and enter into that place. It's your new life. It's your new lifestyle. It's a place of great blessing. It's a place of great anointing. And it's a place of great freedom. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. There is, Jesus told Brother Hagin, there's a move of the Spirit that will be lost to this generation unless you teach him. You don't get into that overnight, but step by step you enter in. One of the greatest ways to enter in is through prayer. Hallelujah. Marvelous things, miracles are going to begin to come to pass that you've not seen before. Time is changing. 
When I say the time is changing, that's maybe a natural way to say that. The time has come for things to change. The time has arrived. We've come to the place of change. Great change. Good changes. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> so, lift up your head and rejoice. It's a good day. It's a great day. Hallelujah. <laughs> and we're in a great way. Amen. <laughs> wow. T.L. Osborne said that's short for hallelujah. Wow. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, as the Lord directs you and leads you, just do it. You might think it's insignificant, but sometimes the little things are the things that make the biggest difference in the world. Negative or positive. We're a lot of times looking for, give me the 10 steps to that I need to do this. And he's saying, I, I'm giving you the next step. And you say, I want the 10 steps. I don't understand how that step's going to help me. No, just act in faith. I trust you. I believe you. I esteem what you say above everything else to be true. I hate every false way. I'm not going to walk in a false way. I'm going to walk in your way. You told me to do this, I'm going to do this. A friend of mine, he pastors out in Front Royal. He, he one day got up to uh, get dressed to go preach on a Sunday. And the Lord said, I want you to wear a flannel shirt, blue jeans, and something else. You know, somebody came to church that day that said to their person that invited them, I don't want to go to church. The pastor's always wearing a suit coat and everything like that. He can't relate to things like me, people like me. And because he wore that, it opened the man's heart. He gave his life to Christ, got born again. Right? So it might be something that we think is not a big deal, but it'll affect the kingdom. That man needed to be in the kingdom. God's not satisfied with anybody outside his kingdom. Amen? They may be dirty, rotten to you, but they're beautiful to God. The blood of Jesus. The more you get close to God, the more they, you'll see them different. 